I thank God for his mercy and grace. Today I'm dealing with my sinuses. i just been a couple of days just draining. Oh, it's horrible. For those that have been having that sinus problem. But you know, I'm not quitting, amen? I believe God never made a quitter. I mean, he made those that want to serve him, amen? Fervently. Amen. We live in a time where we need to be more closer to Jesus than any time in history. Because if we don't see the plan of God in our lives and what he has for us, we're going to miss it. Amen. We're going to miss it. Amen. This is your pick, I guess. <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay. Lord, we thank you for this morning. God, I know you birthed this message in my spirit since the other night, Lord. And God, I thank you, God, that you're going to speak it, Father God, as the Holy Ghost inspires it. Bless your people as you hear it. Turn with me to Exodus real quick, and I want first 47. You know, Thursday night we was over here, and we were praying, a couple of us. And I was on the floor just praying, and God spoke to my heart. And you know, today, if we don't know who we are, come on, somebody. In the Lord. If we don't know what we possess in Christ, we're going to miss it. And the reason why I'm saying that is because when I was on the floor, the Lord was showing me some stuff about these verses. Today, we're facing pandemics. We're facing sicknesses. We're facing corrupt government. We're world going to hell in a handbasket. You know, I got up this morning, and me and Janice, we went to McDonald's. It was so easy to buy a breakfast burrito. It was, it was easy. It was so easy to say, I want a, a breakfast burrito. But you know, in some countries, they, they got to walk and look for a dump somewhere where they can dig up a little piece of bread and something out of a trash pile so they can have something to eat. Oh, listen, if that don't do something to you, do we take for granted what we have? Come on, somebody. Me and Janice, we put our new air conditioner on this morning, right? Last night, got it fixed. And man, I tell you, man, I was sleeping like a baby, man. I said, I, I, some, Ray blessed me with an air conditioner, a unit, almost brand new. I put it outside, hooked it up to my house, had some... People come and fix it and get it ready. And, and boy, we were sleeping good last night, right, Mom? But somewhere in the world, they don't have an air condition. Come on, somebody. But I do. And I'm not trying to be selfish or say it's self-centered. It's just that God has given me something. And I'm rejoicing over it, right? I was on the floor and I was praying and tonight, today, I want to name this message, there ain't no COVID in Goshen. Come on, somebody. I want, I, want, I want to name that today. I was going to name it something else because I'm going to tell you the reason why. The children of Israel are traveling. There's a famine in, in, uh, in, in, in the, the land of Abraham, in Palestine. And God is moving with Joseph, moving the children of Israel to Egypt. Because God had a prophecy that they would be in bondage for 400 something years. They would, they'd go into bondage and God would deliver them out. But when, he, when, when he, Joseph went and got Ab, uh, Jacob and all the, the 70 people that were with him brought him to the land of Egypt, guess what happened? 
He just didn't put him anywhere. <laughs> Come on, somebody. He put him in Goshen. What is Goshen? Pharaoh had promised Joseph that he could take his, his father and take his, all the people, his family with him, put him in the best land. Come on. He put him in a place where they can grow and they, their crops can grow and their animals can be fed. Give him the best of Egypt. Because God had a promise for his children, all right? And he said this, and I want to read it in, in chapter, uh, what I said, 8, verse, chapter 8, starting Exodus. 8, chapter 8, verse, verses 16. How many glad you came to church this morning? I didn't say come to church. How many glad you came to half church? Amen. Amen. The Lord is sending out plagues upon the Egyptians, okay? Remember the story, Pharaoh? Moses went, and I said it a while, I preached it the other day, letting my people go. Pharaoh was holding back. He was holding back. He was going to want to keep the children of Israel in bondage. And God had spoke to Pharaoh through Moses and Aaron, said, I want my people to worship me. I want to get them out of here, let them go into the wilderness and worship me. And he didn't want that because you know what? The, the, the Jews that were in bondage were the infrastructure of Egypt. They were the ones building the, the temples. They were the ones that building, you know, doing all the work. They were the ones building the Pharaoh's cities. They was keeping the economy going. And Pharaoh wasn't about to let them go. But how many of somebody bigger than Pharaoh? How many know somebody bigger than Colvin? Come on, somebody. That's somebody bigger than all the troubles in the world? Come on, I don't know. I don't make me shout out. I don't, listen, that's great. I serve a powerful God. God has a land prepared for you. God has a place prepared for you. Where there is no sickness. Come on, somebody. There is no disease. There is no Colvin. There's no death and destruction. There's no disease, no plagues. Called the land of Goshen. <coughs> Come on, somebody. This is a real place, but there is a land. There is a land that we have today. And his name is Jesus. Go Jesus is our Goshen. Amen? He is our Goshen. Let me read this to you, okay, real quick. Uh... Verse 16, chapter 14, chapter 8, I'm sorry. The Lord said unto Moses, Say unto Aaron, stretch out your rod and strike the dust of the land. Now watch. Listen. You got to pay attention. Something that's going out, going on outside of where you are, judgment is happening, okay? He's fixing to plague this land of Egypt with lice. Lice ain't nice. Come on, somebody. That's one of the most aggravating feelings, knowing your head. I don't want to just, I'll start scratching in this place. And just, I mean, I mean, just all over lice, flying in the animals, flying in the men, flying in the children. Everything is plagued with lice. Throw the dust in the air. And the Lord turned that dust into lice. And the lice was on men and beasts. Come on, somebody. Uh oh But... <laughs> in Goshen, there was no lice. <laughs> oh, I'm preaching, praise God. I said in Goshen, yes, Lord. 
That was no lice. Lice, lice produces disease and corruption. But in God's house, in God's Goshen, there's no lice. So he threw, in, threw the dust in the air, and the, the, the dust of the air became lice. And it infected the people of Egypt. Then that wasn't enough. He went and produced a swarm of flies. I'm just going to quote it to you for sake of time, okay? And all of a sudden, the flies, man, you ever got a fly bothering you? What about a hundred of them or 5,000 of them just flying around you, getting in your lips and your mouth, crawling in your nose? I mean, it was horrible. <coughs> There's no rest in the world. There's no rest in Egypt. There's flies swarming, just causing corruption, causing disease, lice. Oh, man, it just thinks about you makes you miserable, huh? Oh, man, I tell you, I hate a fly. I, I guess they got their reason. God made them for a reason, but I hate them. Hallelujah. You're supposed to not hate flies. I hate flies. I'm sorry. God, God didn't show me what they were there for like a mosquito. Amen. Oh, Lord, I hate a mosquito. Don't like cats much either. <laughs> but I ain't got the heart to kill one. <laughs> or kick one. No, I'll kick them if I have to. But, but anyway, let me go to another subject. You're going to throw me out of the church. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> But I can't stand flies, lice, mosquitoes, gnats. Oh, a gnat. I can't stand a gnat. Oh, man. When I'm trying, and they, oh, my God. Help me, Jesus. Somebody needs to send a deliverance. I need a deliverance. I'm, I'm angry right now. Just Gnats. <laughs> and all of a sudden, how many know the world is full of them? Full of gnats and flies and lice. And, and I'm talking spiritually. The world don't have an answer for you. The world is corrupt. It's diseased. All right. Let me turn to chapter 9. It's right there. Verse 22. God is, God is bringing judgment upon a rebellious heart. His name is Pharaoh, Okay. Now, he's already seen lice. He's already seen flies. Now, the plague of frogs might not hurt us that much. <laughs> I mean, that's just a blessing that for us. But for, for, for them, oh, I'll tell you what, if they were crawling in your house and in your, in your bed and in your bathtub and in, in, in your hair, and I bet you wouldn't like them so much. Oh. <laughs> they ain't that much. They ain't that hungry. <laughs> Hallelujah. But now he's fixing to send a plague of fire. Hail. I mean, things. this is getting serious, okay? But all that time in Goshen, remember, the people of God are protected. They ain't got bit by one lice. They ain't got one swarm of flies. They ain't got one disease. They ain't got, listen, listen, it's horrible. God is afflicting Egypt while the people of God are sitting in, in perfect peace right in the midst of it. Come on, somebody. There ain't no coven in Goshen. <laughs> the world is crying, running. And I'm not against people that get, listen, 
If you had COVID, that don't mean God don't love you. Come on, seriously. That's not what I'm talking about. Because he wouldn't love half of us in this place. But God has delivered you. While the world is being afflicted. How about you? Are you doing all right? How many made it? Amen? How many know you wouldn't have made it without Jesus? Amen? So God had a plan for you. That you're his child. He's not going to leave you afflicted. Amen? God has put us in Goshen. And in Goshen, there's protection. There's healing. There's provision. When the rest of the world is going mad and don't know what to do, what should we do? We're in Goshen. There's life in Goshen, huh? There's light in Goshen. There's hope in Goshen. The world doesn't have that. I can't find one good thing about the news no more. The world ain't appeasing me anymore because I see all I see is death, hate, wars, and famines. These things are coming because of rebellion. You hear what I'm saying? Because people don't want to do what God says. How many of us are realizing today that if we follow Jesus, our Goshen, that his hand is with us. His promises are with us. The hope of eternal life, the hope of glory is with us. Why would you want to forfeit that? Why would you want to give it for Egypt, which is decaying and rotting and being destroyed? Come on, somebody. God has given us a Goshen. How many know what his name is, huh? Jesus Christ, the Goshen of God. Where God is, Sister Kathy, is with Jesus. <laughs> where God is, is where life is. Where God is, is where hope is. Where God is, is where peace is. No, I've, I've, I've heard people talk, well, you just got to believe God. Well, what does that mean to believe? What are we talking about how to believe God? What does that, what does that say? The Bible says God has established his word, and that settles it. If God said it, that's it. Has he promised you healing in your body? That's it. Has he promised you prosperity in your body? That's it. If he promised you eternal peace and eternal joy, that's it. But I'm in Goshen. Amen? Well, there's healing, right? Amen. God is good. Verse 22. Did I read that yet? Okay, I'm, I'm talking more than I'm reading. I then the Lord stretched out his hand toward heaven. No, Moses, I'm sorry. That there may be hail in the land of Egypt. And on man and on beast and on every herb of the field throughout the land of Egypt. Moses stretched out his, his, hand, his rod toward heaven. And the Lord sent thunder and hail and fire. Darts to the ground. And I'm reading out of the New King James. And the Lord rained hail on the land of Egypt. So there was hail and fire mingled with fire mingled with hail. So, very, so the very heavy, uh, where am I? Every, that, that was there was none like it. They never saw it before. That's what he's talking about. Never one like it in the land. It never, Egypt never saw it that bad. He's, the world, the world ain't begin to see its troubles. Okay. It ain't begin to see the sorrow that's fixing to hit it. They ain't begin to see the judgment that's coming on it. Listen, I, I'll be honest with you. 
Maybe I'm wrong. I have no hope in what I see. None. I can't look for the president to give me an answer. I can't look to the, even some preachers to give me the answer. Because if, if the church would be in the place it's supposed to be, then we'd never have all this stuff. Come on, somebody. But getting back to my message is that we have, a lot of people have left Goshen, right? And now they're dwelling in Egypt. If, you know, Goshen is a part of Egypt. But it, I'm, I'm starting to see that it was separate. Because it's, it's his own nation. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like it's, own, it's God's land that he put there to bless the people, the children of Israel. Then God has called the children of Israel to go to Goshen. Stay there. When these plagues are going on, don't get out. Come on, somebody. Yeah. When God is executing judgment... Stay where you're at. Don't look for another way. Don't look for another place. God is in Goshen. Amen. God is not in somewhere else. God is in Goshen. When the trouble we see today, don't look for another way out. God is with Jesus, right? Jesus is our Goshen. So we don't want to run somewhere where Jesus ain't, right? We don't want to run where God ain't. Because God wants us in, oh man, I feel the presence of the Lord. God wants us in his Goshen. The Goshen of Jesus, amen? He is our hope. He's our faith. When you're running away from that, if you're looking for another place to go, outside of the protection of God, outside of his wings, that we preached a, a, a couple of days under the shadow of the Almighty, I would dwell in the house of God, amen? Listen, you're not going to find peace in that world. You're not going to find hope in the world. Jesus is our Goshen. Amen? Let me finish reading this. And he goes on and he says this. Uh, verse 23. And Moses stretched out his rod toward the heavens, and the Lord sent thunder and hail and fire darts to the ground. And the Lord rained hail on the land of Egypt. So there was no hail and fire mingled with the, the hail. So very heavy that there was none like it in all the land since it became a nation. This is bad. This is bad. It's bad because you know why? They've never seen this before. And the reason why they've seen it because their leader is rebelling against God. Don't look to Joe Biden to get your answer. Don't look, don't look to the, the, the Democrats and the Republicans to give you your protection. I'm going to tell you right now, I wish I could say this any different. I wish I had a government I could put my faith in. I can't. I thought somebody that a while ago, they're rebelling against everything that God st stands for. The Bible says, a man don't work, should, don't eat. They say, you don't work, we're going to feed you. The Bible says, God hates the hands that shed innocent blood. Yet they go and they, they allow the murder of these unborn babies. What's more innocent than a child? Totally opposite. We'll pay you for, to murder your baby. We'll give you money to go kill it. And we wonder, well, listen, I feel the, man, it angers me. Because the, 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 the indignation of the Holy Spirit, the power of God's judgment is real. Because these people are going to face it one day. The little baby's blood's crying out from the ground. Having to answer for every little soul that was taken by the devil and used by their hands. Taken by their hands. Crying out from the ground. They're going to hear that for eternity, y'all. 
They're going to hear that for the rest, burning in the hell. They're going to hear them babies in agony. I could see it, praise God. I don't know why. I could see they're going to hear the judgment of God upon their lives. They'll be burning forever, never to get out because they defy God. Pharaoh is a type of the world. Pharaoh is defying God. Pharaoh, listen, let me tell you something. Pharaoh is about the stupidest man in the whole Bible. So prideful, so arrogant, so stubborn, so spiritually dead, it's unreal. You're sitting in front of the Red Sea. You watch, you could see it parted, but yet you send your army in the middle of it? How dumb a man can be? Because he really believed he can, he can defeat God? He knew better. Dumb. I, I watch people, <laughs> I went to church a lot of well, I hope God will do it. Come on, man. You hope? Well, I'm, I'm trying to pray and believe him. You're trying to believe him? God can do it. Come on. Hannah was a little baby. She was so determined. I tried to help her. I can do it, Daddy. <laughs> I can do it. That's what she, that was her first words. I can do it. God can do it. God is not slack concerning his promises as some men count slackness. Amen. God is alive and he's powerful and he's going to do whatever you, whatever you ask him to do according to his word. Are you living in Goshen today? Are you in Jesus today? There's no COVID in Goshen, Yvette. <laughs> Come on, somebody. That don't mean you didn't get it. You but overcame. There you go. <laughs> see, the world ain't gonna overcome this. Overcome. I see a lot of overcomers in here. Praise God. I have no problem hugging none of y'all. Because y'all overcomers. Y'all had victory. In Goshen, there's victory, right, Sister Kathy? In Goshen, there's hope. In Goshen, there's healing, praise God. For the world, that ain't gonna happen. And don't believe me, they got some godly people that died with this thing. And they're with the Lord. I mean, that's, that, there's a time to live and there's a time to die. But they're in the, real, they, they're in the presence of the Lord. <laughs> so either way you go, you don't lose. <laughs> you can be in Goshen here. You can be in Goshen there if you want. Hallelujah. Amen. God, listen. <laughs> Brother Lee, you really believe that? Yes, I do. <laughs> The more I read it, the more I see it, the more I see when God says something, that settles it. It ain't going to change it. Praise God. Come on, somebody. God has put you in a place where you can be touched and you can be blessed. Hallelujah. Come on, praise God. The world might say, well, I don't know about that stuff. No, you bet. We know. You know. You that have been born again long enough ought to know that God is a lover of his children. Amen. I pray every night and say, Lord, you said you'd give your beloved sleep. Amen. I need rest. I need sleep. I need the spirit of the Lord on me. I need to have your peace in my life. My God, I don't know if that excites you, but it does to me. I'm in Goshen. I'm not in Egypt. I'm in God's presence, not in Pharaoh's presence. You got to ask yourself a question. Am I in Goshen today? I'm not going to be much longer because I feel the presence of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Goshen is a place of rest. Goshen is a place where you can get peace. Now, see, there's another plague. It talked about a plague of darkness. In Egypt, it was so bad that you can feel the darkness. They couldn't see each other at all. 
I ain't got time to read it all, but, but the Bible says in Goshen there was light. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Man, I feel, listen, this, this gets a little personal when you talk like this, praise God. That's your, yours, your God, amen. That's, listen, that's your God. That's my God. Our God, us is God, right? Like I said before, don't look that up in the dictionary. You ain't going to find it. There's no such word as us is, but I made that up. Yeah, Coda Holmes word. <laughs> Listen, you ever talk to Siri's on the phone with your accent? Yeah, I know. My wife got she got more problem with Siri's. Boogie too. Siri's <laughs> don't know how to talk Cajun. Hallelujah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I get so aggravated with that thing sometimes. I say, man, what you know, don't you understand English? <laughs> wow. <Well, laughs> excuse me. Let me get another drink of water. <laughs> don't you understand English? Series? Then you make a Cajun version, I look. That and duh and that other thing and this this and that. Put it, put out his shirt. He said, y'all can receive Jesus. How goes, book? I forgot. Y'all something with Jesus. I said, that, that ain't right. There ain't no such word as y'all. In the, you ever read that in the dictionary? It means you, daddy. Y'all, yes, us, is whatever you want to call it. We, we, <laughs> but in, 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 in God's kingdom, even if Ceres can't understand us, God can. <laughs> in Goshen, there's a perfect communication. And Goshen is where you can hear from God, right? See, in Goshen, it's already set up. What do you mean it's already? Everything's already set up for you. I feel the presence of God. Everything's laid out for you. Hope and faith and light and peace is all there already. All you got to do is get out of Egypt and jump into Goshen. The darkness had gotten so bad in the plague. They had a plague of darkness. I got time to read. One day we're going to go through it. It was so bad. Someone could cut it with a knife, man. It was, it, it was horrible. But in Goshen, there was light. Hallelujah. Somebody say amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm going to read you some stuff I have written down. I can't. I got time to read it. We talked about the flies. We talked about the lights. We talked about the darkness. Now we talked about the hail. It fell on the ground like fire. I'm telling you, hail on fire. Who'd imagine? See, hail is contrary to fire, right? You, you can't have fire and hail in the same. But God mixed the two together. Because <laughs> you see why he did that? Because he wanted to show you it was him. Because nobody would, their common sense would say, how in the world is fire and hail mixed together? That one, one is opposite from the other. Yeah. But you can't do it. Physically, it won't happen. But God did it. <laughs> fire, hail came down like fire on the ground. Burned the ground. Killed animals. Killed their, their, their infrastructure. Killed all that they had. Their fields. Everything was, was destroyed. But there was life in Goshen. There was food in Goshen. Not one hail hit Goshen. And they're looking around. And you know what? And I, I have to read the... The book of Exodus, when, when the children of Israel got out, I don't see how in the world they could rebel against a God like that. They did. Some of them got it to kill because they wanted to go back to Egypt. 
it got it destroyed. <laughs> but because God started demanding a holy life, they, think, they thought maybe I had it better in Egypt. Oh, we had good food there. Remember, God burned all the food up. Remember? Oh, we had, we had melons and we had, we had fish and crawfish etouffee and all that. Oh, we had it made. No, that's not in the Bible. <laughs> oh, we, I mean, listen, man. What is God doing to us? Would he brought us here to die in the wilderness? Hallelujah. Y'all gonna get mad at me, okay? But y'all gonna forgive me. Don't die. You don't have to die in the wilderness. They could have been in, in, in the promised land in 11 days. They wandered in the wilderness for 40 days because they rebelled. They would not accept God's will. Even God has delivered them out of Egypt. Listen, you praying for somebody that's lost? Don't give up. Because if God has to bring him or her through fire, he'll do it. Their soul will be saved in the end. Praise That's all that matters, praise God. I don't want my little honey pie to be all miserable. Let him be miserable. Or my little sweetie pie to be miserable. Or my little children, my darling little children. Listen, it's better they suffer now. Come on, somebody. Come on, better they suffer now and God deal with them now that they burn forever in eternal damnation. That's what you got to think about. Don't, don't pull your hand back. I mean, let God do what he's got to do. I'd rather be miserable now. And find Christ. They have to spend eternity without God. Oh, oh, come on, Holy Ghost. Make them miserable, God. Amen. Make them miserable. If it's going to bring their soul to, to you, make them miserable. Don't let them be happy. Listen. Oh, I'm a parent. I love my dear little darlings. Your dear little darlings need to get saved. Amen. You better make sure. You, God, do what you got to do. Listen, you want to live in that world? You're going to cross over one day in the Goshen, but it's going to come with a price. You're going to fight God now? Listen, God will save them, but you got to let God purify them. Sometimes we step in the way. I have stepped in the way of my God many times when I should have just let God do. You know what I'm saying? And I'll never see the victory till I let, I've done it. Just God, do what you have to do. Do what you got to do. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. I ain't got much left. Praise God. I can go on and on. <laughs> Hallelujah. But it's so, where was that anyhow? <laughs> Verse, uh, well, let's just forget about that. Let me just kind of just uh, paraphrase. Yeah. Look, we talked about the locusts. We talked about, well, no, they, we, the locusts was the caterpillars that came and locusts came. The swarms of infested pests that came and ate all their, their farms. All their, 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 grow, their, their infrastructure, all their money comes and divide everything they had. That's after the lights, after the flies, after the darkness. Come on. Come on, everybody. But you know what? There was no locusts in Goshen. None. There was no locusts in Goshen. And I was just talking about light and then in chapter 10, verse 21 to 23, there was light in Goshen where there was darkness everywhere else. Are, are you getting what I'm saying this morning? I want to ask you a question. Where are you today? Are you living in Egypt? Or are you living in Goshen? Goshen? There you go, Yvette. Goshen. To live in Goshen is to live in God's will, okay? 
God's word is God's will. If God says something, then we do it. Right? If the devil says something, we don't do it. All the devil promises you is death and disease and destruction and darkness. That's, that's the devil's plan for your life. When you walk out of the Goshen of God and you walk away from Jesus, that's all that's waiting for you. You know, it, 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 the Bible says a man of a reprobate mind. Listen, Paul said, how could you know Christ unless you be reprobate? Now, where reprobate means cast off or or You've darkened yourself so much, so hardened, that God can't even touch you. I don't, know, I don't even like to use the word. Because there are people today have hardened their heart against God's word and against his spirit. And no matter what you're going to tell them, listen, they're going to believe Martians are flying out there. That's a big thing now. Uh, the U.S. Uh, military has spotted a, a Martian on a fly. <laughs> Hey, they don't have to go to space to find some Martians. They can find all they want on the earth. So far off in space. One little guy was come back and he was excited. He was coming back from school. And his mama came and he said, son, son, son. He said, uh, you're going to be an astronaut. Oh, he said, well, I'm going to be an astronaut. He said, the teacher called me and said, you're taking up space in school. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> wait. <laughs> Are you taking up space in God's kingdom? <laughs> Are you just a pew warmer? Oh, Lord. <laughs> well, I, I sing. <laughs> when y'all sing, I, I, amen. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> but is it in your heart? <laughs> Listen, the Lord spoke to me a couple of days ago. He said, son, you worship me because of who I am. Come on, Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Praise God. I, and I start saying, Lord, who man, are you? You? Who are you? The glorious, powerful king of all the universe that deserves all praise and glory. Everything exists because he spoke it. Life exists because he spoke it. Everything that, it, that moves is God's word because God just said it. And he put it in action. Amen. Everything you're looking at right now, and we're very small compared to what is out there. And they talk about the, the oceans. There's only, there's 97% of the ocean never been explored. We don't know what's in that, in, that, in that body of water. Because of the vast size and the creations of God. Oh, because God thought it. I thought about it. everything, every molecule, every fish, everything that liveth and walketh and breathed on this planet, God thought of it. How in the world could I worship a God like that? Well, I don't know, but I'm going to try. <laughs> I tell you what, when I think about that, it, it, it rises up praises in my heart. God, I ain't worshiping a, a God that's six foot three. I'm worshiping the almighty God, the creator. Not a God that man created, a man thought up. This is a live and really powerful being, man. And he's the God of Goshen. <laughs> Come on, somebody. He's the, that old scientist ain't going to stop me from preaching today. I'm telling you, praise God. Believe me, I don't got no COVID or nothing like that. Don't worry. Listen, I, I mean, I tell you, that old devil's been attacking my sinuses. Praise God. But God has healed me. Praise God. I'm healed because of the power of God. Amen. I'm going to walk, praise God, because of God. I'm going to walk in victory because of, I'm in Goshen. Praise God. 
There's life in Goshen. There's light in Goshen. There's hope in Goshen. I want you to look at your spiritual Goshen today. His name is Jesus. And look at the spirit of the world and tell me what's better. Tell me one disease the world has cured. <laughs> Come on. Tell me one disease the United, uh, one war the United Nations has stopped. Since they became, in the 1940s, since they developed the United Nations, we've had more wars than we've ever had. Praise God. We've, they, they've come up with the, the, the disease control or, or health control system in the world. And now we've got more sicknesses than we ever have. Nobody knows what to do with nothing. Praise God. Everybody's complex. But yet they claim to have an answer. Where is it? I can tell you what an answer is. I've experienced it myself and I saw that God has healed bodies. God has raised the dead. God has healed the blinded eye. God makes men to walk that never walk. God will heal. Listen, God is alive. Praise God. They can't do that. There's no answer in that world. Go, listen, Egypt has death in it. Egypt has sickness in it. Egypt has lost souls in it. When I look on TV, I can't stand to watch her. Ellen. Listen, when I look at that lady and she's claiming to be an advisor. Huh? An advisor of what? How to be more corrupt? Men telling their clothes off in their underwears on national television and she's an advisor? I saw that and I said, man, come on. How dumb America is, man, to, to, to sit and watch that slut. I hate to call her that because it angers me because that's what the world offers you. She's dying. She's going to go to hell and spend eternity in judgment after Satan has finished using her. But in Goshen, come on, we have the answer. Ellen don't have the answer. Dr. Field don't have the answer. Oh, they make themselves sound so almost charismatic, almost, almost spiritual, but they're not. Come on. The Bible says you spall, you spare the rod, you spall the child. Dr. Field says we can't whip our children. We'll warp that person. Let me tell you, I never saw more warped children in all my life, praise God, on the, on the government we got today. They're killing each other. They, they, they're destroying each other, praise God. Young people, man. Murdering each other. You're going to tell me Dr. Field got the answer? Somebody should have put him on the back of their, back of their rear end. That's what the answer is. Because nobody was there to teach them. Because they did it their own way. But yet we take millions of dollars of taxpayers to try to correct their problem. So only if we get them in, 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 a, in a good environment. If we can teach them, you know, the principles of love. Let me tell you, my, my old grandfather, I remember that day. He taught me some love quick. And he didn't apologize for it. I'll never forget that day. He licked me, man, in front of everybody. They want to get on the bus. I think that day I got on him, <laughs> but never hated him, never once. And he didn't apologize. He didn't say, Lenny, I didn't want to, you know, it hurt me more than you hurt, hurt you. Yeah, but not in the same place. <laughs> and he tore my behind. That's my dad had just passed away. I stood, and I stuck with sticking my tongue at my mama. And I, and I didn't see him coming behind me. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> he, listen, he cut me down the side of my, he laid me something. And my mama didn't help me either. <laughs> Thank God. You remember that, mama? I don't know if you remember that. I, I, he, he just, I mean, pow! Little six to seven year old boy laying on the ground. 
Oh, better look behind me next time. <laughs> but you know, we don't like that when God does that. That's another thing in Goshen. It's called correction. That's something that many Christians don't even hear about. We had people saying, well, you know, every day's a Friday, blah, 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 blah. I don't get on that stuff. But flakes. Let me tell you something. I wish every day was a Friday. But I have a lot of battles. Come on, somebody. And if you're a Christian, you, just, you can look for them. They're coming. But in Goshen, there's victory. Man, if you're in the right place, there are good people going through trials and troubles and facing sickness and disease. People that love God, people that are born again, filled with the Spirit, facing trials and troubles. Let me tell you something. But if they put their faith in the Lord, it's gonna ha- you, you, he'll, he'll bring the victory. Let me read a few more things. You don't have to turn it. Close your Bible. I'm almost finished. Today, in the world, the big fear is COVID. All right? I really I have my doubts about the thing. I'll be honest with you. But for what it's worth, God is greater than COVID. My Lord, hear me I don't know why the Spirit of God is. In Goshen, there's no COVID. God's going to take care of his people. Listen to me. If you get sick, remember you're in Goshen. God will heal you. If you're facing trials and troubles, remember you're in Goshen. God will take care of them. You know the problem with me? Is I'm so impatient. But since I, I, brought, I brought Isaac on, my patience is getting a little better. Because I see a lot of him in me. Me and him, I mean. I said, no, he sounds just like me. <laughs> and I said, Lord, and you know what? When I'm around him, lately I'm just trying to set an example. Because the reason why he acted like he does, because I did, I acted like that. But I want to teach him something different. And you can ask my wife. Listen, I have to tell him, boy, I said, you need to stop. One time I sent him back to his house. Of course, he's my son. I got to, I got to take him back. But, <laughs> but if I'm in Goshen, there's going to be an answer to what I'm going through. I can't be outside of the will of God. You hear what I'm saying? The last plague was that they put that doorpost, the blood over the doorpost. God was going to kill every firstborn Egyptian. Their animals, their children, their men, their daughters, from Pharaoh on down. And there was such a cry made that Pharaoh finally let them go. All right? But there wasn't one dog that died that was in Goshen. And it even says, and I found that scripture, says the dogs didn't even bite. <laughs> the dogs didn't attack the children of Israel. Because that they were, they were in the place where there was hope. All right? God is going to bring us to a place if we let him. Praise God. And if you want to live in Goshen, there's a price to living in Goshen. And I don't want to sound, I wish it was all easy and nice. And First of all, you got to live according to God's word. And you got to live in the power of his spirit. And you got to live in holiness. Total obedience to God. 
put the doorposts. They put the blood over the doorposts. And what that was, the angel of death was coming into the land. And it was coming into Goshen too. But God had protected him by the blood. <laughs> when you see the blood, the angel of death will pass over you. How many got the blood of Jesus over your life? How many know you're not dead today because of that blood? Because when the angel of death passes through COVID or anything else for that matter, they'll see the blood. Come on, somebody. They'll see the blood. And where the blood is, there's hope. Where the blood is, there's safety. Where the blood is, there's no death and no darkness. Amen? Do you know after that night, where the angel of death was passing over. This was the freedom night. This is when Pharaoh had enough. Pharaoh said them all, go, get out of here. You didn't destroy it enough. Your God didn't destroy it enough. And he let them go. He didn't have no problem getting them out of Egypt. People say, what did he do? That's not, that, God knew what was going to happen from the start. God didn't have no problem. He had a problem getting Egypt out of them. If you know what I mean. The, 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 the children of Israel left Egypt, but they wanted to go back. And I thought about it a while back. I said, go back to what? God has destroyed it. But even when God starts correcting and telling you, you've got to live a certain way, they want to go back. Go back to what? To judgment? To death? To sin? To corruption? Egypt was destroyed when the children of Israel left there. There wasn't nothing left to it. But they wanted to go back. <laughs> How many of you started to walk with God and when times got trouble, oh, I wish I'd have never got in this mess. I wish I'd have never got, come to Jesus because it's ever since I come to Jesus, it, it just gets harder and harder. Oh, yeah? It's impossible that tribulations won't come. But woe unto them that offend one God as a little one. It's a better millstone. They hanged about his neck. And thrown in the depths of the sea to defend God. When somebody comes to get you as a child of God, they only got judgment waiting for them. I didn't write that. He did. Come on, somebody. Because there's not a person in this room that has not been attacked by the devil that God, God ain't marked. Because it's coming. There's judgment coming. And stop fearing COVID, okay? There's no COVID in Goshen. Listen, I'm not, listen, seriously, I, I don't want people to get me wrong because well, you, you're telling me that Christians don't get it? Yeah, they do. But they get healed. Yeah. And those that don't get healed are in glory. Right? There's a time on the season, the Bible says in the sun, there's a time to live and there's a time that I can't escape it, only in the rapture. But there's going to come a time if the rapture don't happen, I'm going to die, you're going to die. And that's not because you're a sinner, that's not because you're not serving the Lord, there's a season. We all got to go. We're all going to face the Lord one way or the other. But any way you do it, are you ready? Are you ready? I said, are you ready to meet your maker? Let me tell you something. It's not going to be easy to tell the devil no. Because the devil paints a pretty picture, man. Listen, he paints such a pretty picture of the world. He says, well, listen. You go, you're Christians. Y'all just go to church. Oh, we have fun. We can drink and run around and go dancing and do all that. Yeah, you can go there if you want. But tell me how much life is in that. 
Tell me where it's going. I had one, one person say, oh, I don't think nothing wrong going into dancing and swinging at the bars and stuff. I said, well, God's spirit is, is not, he's not. There's two, there's, two, there's two spirits in this world. The spirit of God and the spirit of Satan. Do you think God is controlling the honky-tonks? You think, there's, you think God is instructing? Come on, there's nothing but death in these places. How many homes have been divided because of alcohol? Adultery, running around, following these little demons around, the, the honky-tonks in the, in, in the barrooms. And, and how many, listen, I could, listen, I got family right now in the grave. Because that little thing that they put recreational, smoking marijuana, started them on a life of drugs. I, for the life of me, I can't see how the heck they want to they legalize something that's destroyed so much lives. Well, alcohol is legal. Yeah, look how many lives that, that destroyed. How many homes that divided? How many children got beat up by some dad coming back filthy drunk? A mama got, you know, being beat up and tore up. I, I know mean chances to go to the woman's abuse clinic in and, and, uh, Lafayette. Faith house. And look, some, the women were beat. The, the eyes were all busted. I mean, you, ought to, you should have saw that by some lunatic. No, it ain't easy out there. Amen? There's, there, there, there's nothing good about Listen, when I hear that, I said, how dumb could y'all be? That's the started drug of every drug. That's what started people on cocaine. That's what started people on heroin and all the other diseases. Now we got the med stuff. And so it started all. It started because somebody decided to take a little puff of a marijuana joint. Now we're going to make it legal. How good. How, you, I said to myself, how stupid these leaders are. How dumb could they be? Oh, but it's this and that. It's taxes. And we're getting money out of it. God help us. That is not Goshen. The world is not going to give you your answer. All I see is just feeding more death, more death, more sickness, more disease. We claim to have answers, but we get more diseases every day. Every day a new disease pops up. But man says we don't need God. <laughs> yes, we do. I don't know about you, but I'm staying in my Goshen. His name is Jesus. Amen. Please flee the world. Separate yourself from this world. I'm not saying you don't have to work in and talk to people. I talk to people every day. But you don't have to be part of it, right? You don't have to laugh at their jokes. You don't, have to, you don't have to dance in, in their parties. You don't have to be with them. You love them and pray for them. But as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Amen. Let's stand up, praise God. I hope this helped you this morning. <laughs> Remember, there's only one place we need to be this morning, and it's with Jesus. Our spiritual Goshen. I don't care what the world's going through right now, because the world is just paying for sin. The Bible says the wages of sin is death. Listen, I told a book this morning. I said, you know, I, I, when I look at them football fields full of nuts, but you can't get them to go to church. Come on. Do you know the NFL is tax exempt? It don't pay taxes? But you know why? I, 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 that's a religion. I'm not against people who want to watch football if you want. But look, look, look at this. Listen, you, you go in freezing temperatures, put a big cheese on your head, and, and paint yourself green, and, and you say that's normal? And when you come to church, somebody sings hallelujah. How's a bunch of nuts that go to church? <laughs> Who's the nut? Paint you. 
big old things on the side of your, ball, your heads and, and big old things sticking out look like some, some golly, man. And I was a big football fanatic, and I'm just I'm drifting away from that stuff. Seriously, I, I, I see it as America's new religion. Oh, wait, you got your, you got your, uh, your, your arena? You got the circle? Like, it almost looks like a, a Coliseum, like in Rome. And I look at that, and I, and I look at those football arenas. I think about those people that died in, in Rome, in columns, Coliseums, torn apart Christians, torn apart by lions, and torn and shredded to pieces just for the pleasure of blood. One of the, these people cheering on the death of our brothers and sisters. And look, we sit around there. Oh, there's nobody dying. Oh, no. Oh. But it's a, it's, a, it's a worship of something. That's Egypt, man. And believe me, I'm not judging you if you watch football. Seriously, don't, don't think that I'm doing that. I'm just saying, I'm starting to pick up some spirits that are leading this junk. Why on Sunday? Why didn't they play on Saturday or, or some other day? Because you know why? Satan knows he can keep people out of church on Sunday. I'm saying, or, or, or they're in a hurry to get back home to watch the saints play football when they should be paying attention to the preacher. And their mind is on who's, who's winning the game and who's, who's scoring and, 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 and the spiritual side just out of the window. We need to be in Goshen. Hallelujah. Listen to me. Praise God. Are you in Goshen this morning? Let's pray. Father, I just thank you for this morning. I thank you for the power of your Holy Spirit, Lord God, that's able to change us. God, Jesus is our Goshen, Lord God. Jesus is the place where we find rest and hope. God, fill us with your Holy Ghost. Give us conviction of sin and of Egypt in our lives, Father God. If there's any part of this world that's part of us, take it out. In Jesus' name. And remember, the biggest problem God had with the children of Israel was getting Egypt out of them. It was much harder for him to get Egypt out of them than get them out of Egypt. Don't ever say, I think I'm going to go back. Go back to what? <laughs> go back to death? Why? You're going to fix it to meet the Lord one day. You're going to be with the Lord and go, why would you want to forfeit that for the world? I don't see them. They don't, I don't see the answer in the world. I really don't. I, I, I see a bunch of foolish idiots that don't want to acknowledge God. That's, that's all I'm seeing. From the government to the religious leaders to a lot of them. They're not in Jesus. They're not in Goshen. They're in Egypt. The decisions, the stupidest decisions. I, I, and I, I don't knew government had, government had problems. Well, no, forget about the government. What about the religious leaders, the, the pastors and the, and the leaders in church? I mean, they, they won't, they, they're making stupid decisions. There's no Holy Ghost, so they, they send them to a psychologist. When God wants to heal them, they send it to a man, a man to fix their problems.